welcome to Conscious Cuppers. My name's Nikki and I'm a holistic wellness practitioner, passionate about learning and sharing tools for embodiment to help us live in the now and follow our intuition, movement medicine, connection and community. I'm here to share nourishing content on topics close to my heart to inspire you to consciously create a life that feels true for you. I'm so, so excited and grateful to have Owen on the podcast today, who is one of the early members and facilitators of Just Dance, which is an amazing conscious dance community in Australia that I discovered during a really special time where I lived there for two and a half years. And I discovered Just Dance through Meta and Frank, my host friends that I stayed with for 10 months and I also recorded a podcast with them recently about the value of community so be sure to check that. Just Dance was and is still such an important part of my life. I found the community at such a perfect time where I was really feeling called to move away from more of an unhealthy lifestyle and find conscious spaces and yeah it's been super powerful for me and I'm so excited to have Erin here to talk about it so welcome Erin. Erin has been facilitating Just Dance for six years and holding such a beautiful fun space and it's been an absolute pleasure to dance in his presence for the year that I was in the area. Thanks so much, Nikki. It's uh, so great to hear your story of your involvement here. And um, we really appreciated having you as part of our community too. So thank oh, you. Thank you so much. So yeah, I'd love to invite you to share a bit more about the history of Just Dance and your discovery of it. Yeah, sure thing. So um, yeah, Just Dance was started in Newcastle in 2013, nine years ago, um, by a lady called Beck. And she just had this idea to start a really fun, community-focused, encouraging dance event. And uh, at the time, there was a place called The Commons, which was a community-focused group doing all sorts of things. They had a cafe and uh, would have live bands and so forth at an Anglican church hall. And uh, so The Commons offered up the space to, to hold the first Just Dances there. And I think they did it for, for free even at the time. And um, it was sort of like a concrete floor and uh, we had to move all the furniture out of the way before and after the event. And it was only a small group of people, maybe five or seven people. And it was probably like a year and a half later, uh, we were offered the hall downstairs, uh, which was much bigger and it had a wooden floor. And um, we thought that was very luxurious. And we, we had to pay a little bit to, to hire that out, but it was still very affordable. By that time, the Commons had acquired a sound system, which they loaned us as well, which was also very fortuitous. And shortly after we ended up in that space, it really started to get legs and, and lots more people started showing up. And, you know, it so suddenly turned into 50 people uh, approximately dancing in that room and sharing their energy. And, yeah, we still dance in that hall today and we still use the same sound system as well. So yeah, I guess uh, my introduction to it was about a year after it started and um, I ran into Beck at a, a gig and she was dancing very enthusiastically there and she said, 
she started this thing called Just Dance and told me a bit about it. And I thought that sounded amazing and um, very much up my alley due to two decades of um, immersion in dancing in my life. And I thought, what a really fantastic thing. So I went and checked it out and it was all, it was just like a perfect fit for me in a similar way to the way you expressed that you were wanting to move away from a, you know, a not as healthy lifestyle and get into conscious events. It just, um, it really resonated with me as I'd come from a, um, you know, a festival and, um, you know, Australia would call it doofing, doofing background parties out in the bush with banging sound systems. Um, and, uh, you know, and also before that, um, you know, rock bands and, and punk as well. Um, so that's where I, I guess I kind of started was with hard rock and punk bands and, and, um, I'd always loved moving my body to music in a in a kind of almost involuntary way. I just had to do it um, and do it enthusiastically. And I'd always enjoyed, you know, going to these events and and not getting um, high or wasted. You know, I used to just uh, have a, a cup of coffee or a tea even um, and, and just go, you know, uh, the whole duration, the three-day festivals just on a cup of tea and a cup of coffee and that was it. And um, yeah, so just dance really brought it all together for me. It had the, it had the this, you know, completely sober intention, and it had the variety, which I just loved so much because variety is pretty much the the key aspect we're looking for in a just dance playlist, covering all the bases, taking on a complete journey through the the whole cross section of musical options, and. Um, and yeah, it's just like a Tuesday night and you could do it weekly. And and I think the thing that I still think is um, one of the the purest elements of Just Dance that I love is that it felt like the freest dance floor I'd ever been on in all the different dance floors, arranging through all the styles of music and places I went to. Just Dance just really invited you to, to do whatever you felt like, bring whatever you, you were feeling to the dance floor and let it out and um and i super valued that so yeah i guess that was my experience of it but um beck had you know her intentions were um quite similar uh, with what she wanted to bring she actually did all the playlists originally so that's quite quite an effort remarkably it sort of seems to be in, in in retrospect she was only doing it for a bit over a year which seems quite brief but you know it's it's all grown from her her work and her efforts and sacrifices and um she used to encourage a a loose facilitation she would in her expression it sort of was born a a little bit out of five rhythms what she felt with five rhythms was that it was you know it's quite guided and it's you know suggested the certain stages of what you should be experiencing and she wanted something that was a bit more freeform than that and i think that's partly how the notion of just dance was born as well it was you know there's no spoken guidance as we were just talking about before you know the guidance comes from what you feel in the music and just the energy in the room the the collective experience in the room which you can't craft that it's just it just happens there's this experience this energy that's shared between everyone and it amplifies everyone receives and 
emits this energy and it becomes this amazing thing. Yeah. So she would go around the room and, and sort of dance in front of people, not speak or anything like that, but on occasion, you know, if she felt like it, she'd encourage people to to move a bit more in a certain way. And when I took it over, I wasn't really comfortable doing that. So <laughs> I'm uh, t- taking a bit more of a sort of uh, a shy approach to it or something like that. <laughs> so, so yeah, I didn't feel like doing that. But, um, but yeah, the, so the people that were running Just Dance, there, there was Beck for the first year, then there was Maggie, who was, yeah, just a really amazing coordinator for a bit over two years after that. And then I guess um, somehow I've ended up running it for the rest of the time after that. Or no, I don't like calling it running. That's not the right term. It's, it's uh, you know, coordinating a little bit. As Maggie used to put it, she just feels like a janitor. She just sort of tidies up bits here and there, just sort of keeps people on track or something like that. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. It's really, really interesting to hear that journey and oh yeah there's so many things in there that I'd love to talk more about yeah so really love what you shared about how you know we we had these experiences of dance being in these certain spaces at festivals at gatherings at events and concerts and things and feel so much healing and and you know benefits from being able to just move our bodies in that involuntary way and then to actually discover a space where we can do that every week and it doesn't Mm. need to be really tiring and even if we go to festivals sober it's still like I've just come back from one and it was so so nourishing and also it took me like 10 days I think to like physically recover just from you know so much movement and newness so to actually create and experience these spaces in our daily lives that we can tap into every week and and be connected to those communities is just so powerful isn't it just to have access to that yeah absolutely because uh, people have quite revelationary experiences at festivals and rightly so but often it is combined with um, an exhaustion or pushing the limits, expending yourself too much, staying up too late, sometimes taking substances and having the after effects of that. So it's kind of a bit sullied in a way, I guess. And yeah, being able to tap into the magic and the reward from movement and music and shared experience on the dance floor and just get the magic from it every week and have no consequences other than the benefits you know only the benefits it's yeah it is such a a powerful thing yeah people have got to experience it yeah it's so, to get it out there yeah it's so eye-opening I am um, it's like opening ourselves up to that magic of dance and music as sacred and healing and staying mm. connected to it and not having it as a separate thing is is I mean just dance so maybe now would be a good time to share the sort of guidelines for it freedom of expression no judgment non-verbal once you're on the dance floor what else yeah originally the one of the main things and and it, it kind of what we said for a while was it's the only rule is that there's no talking on the dance floor which you just mentioned and people that come 
uh, initially, they, they can be quite difficult because they they um, find comfort through talking to their friends if they're feeling a little bit awkward or whatever. But it really does drop you or can drop people out of the experience quite a lot. You know, if you're traveling deep into experiencing the music, you can be right in there. And then hearing people talk, it just sort of captures your attention and draws you out. And you're like, oh, what's going on? So that one has, has always been one of the key things. I think being aware of the space around you and making sure that you're not impeding anyone's natural movement is important too. Um, sometimes we're quite happy to uh, not usually have too many people in the room at the moment, but sometimes it gets pretty full and you've just got to be aware to not be um, you know, limiting people's movement. So that's another one we, we always encourage. And of course, consent in any form of um, dancing with anyone else is um, super important so particularly if you're going to do any contact-based dancing you, you must seek people's consent verbally not just uh, in gestures before doing so but yeah the the other values I suppose have have come out of the experience we've had there we didn't necessarily start with them but but yeah certainly acceptance is a big one and diversity is a natural spin-off of that. We want everyone to feel free and welcome there. And I think a lot of people that come to Just Dance really value and resonate that aspect of it is that they just feel so embraced there. And, you know, that's really important, particularly in our current day and age where we've lost a sense of community that perhaps, yeah, used to exist in many century and millennia before. And it's very important to the human condition. Yes. And what else is in there? I guess respect is a big one. Respecting each other and having an intention of resolution and getting on well and respecting broadly, generally. Also, the land that we dance on in, in Australia, we've got a, a pretty terrible track record of acknowledging the Indigenous uh, ownership here, Indigenous custodianship of the land for tens of thousands of years. So it's really great to, in, in our country to see that really flourishing now and finally being acknowledged mm. as well. Mm. Amazing. And, yeah, I mean, entering into the space for the first time, I can really still remember it. And as you've curated in the guidelines you know there's no there's no expectation so you don't expect people to show up and be blowing mm. up in the middle of the dance floor on the first visit and maybe they will be but it's mm. so accepting and you can really feel that and to enter a space yeah. where there's not anyone well perhaps at the beginning you might share a little bit about this and the non-verbal and whatnot but there's not anyone specifically mm. guiding you but to just mm -hmm. be welcomed and invited and given permission to do whatever feels right for you and to really tune into the music and each of that is just I think that really helps people to just unfold and express because they're allowed to and and that's what other people are doing and you know mm -hmm. I've had this conversation with a few people at the start of the journey with more conscious movement spaces where they'll say that they're a bit self-conscious and things and I always remember this one particular moment at JD where I was starting to get a bit more confident and 
a bit more ecstatic where your body's just doing the talking and you're not in your head and you do a bit of a weird um <laughs> what you might judge yourself being weird move and then you kind of have that moment where you mm-hmm. come back to your head and you look around and you're like well oh, <laughs> did anyone see and then like you see that everyone else is doing their own thing as well and you're like oh it's totally fine and you know to like meet yourself at your edge yes. like that and move through those thoughts and just really learn sure. to laugh and yeah. allow yourself to allow your body to show you what it wants to express is just so so healing and that and just dance just really really provides that in such a strong grounded safe way that is just really life-changing amazing so good to hear that that story yeah I sense that and I've seen that so many times it just it just feels like that's the very natural part of JD and to hear someone actually articulate that it's it's really cool because that is what happens there that is the process you know we we just encourage people to feel as free as as possible to do whatever they like you know as long as it's respectful to those around them and yeah it is that that experience of just looking around and going well everyone else is going nuts and doing doing what they like and just giving it their all and you know spitting on their back on the floor if they feel like it and in a sense, it almost feels, you almost feel self-conscious if you're not moving. And that's also one of my favorite experiences at Just Dance. I love it so much is sometimes I, I dance with my eyes shut a lot of the time, actually. And um, there's just those moments where you open your eyes and you look up and you're just presented with this, this room where every single person in the room is just absolutely expressing to their maximum possibility and there's just like so much elation and enjoyment and expression and and collective input to this this magic thing and it's just fills me with so much joy it makes my heart melt when you're seeing yeah this this um this this fierce expression and this freedom and release and individuality um that's so great <laughs> yeah thank you so much that's oh yeah it takes me right back to hear your <laughs> description of it oh, it's so powerful and like you said with how much freedom there is there not only in what we can express but also within the music that the playlists invite because I've been in different dance spaces and and movement spaces where there might be certain guidelines such as there's not words in the music is one of the guidelines for the theatre practice that I do because of words sort of being they might be related to certain things for certain people like you said with talking might bring Mm, people out of direct their thoughts yeah and yeah yeah. I've been in one as well where it's only with your eyes closed so it's like a real inward journey yeah wow yeah which I'm really interested in but I love that within just dance playlists there's space for all of that there's instrumental music there's music with lyrics there's you know and you can still experience Mm -hmm. how you react and respond to a certain song that might take you back to when you were 18 at a certain (laughs) space and let that part of you express but then you'll be in like a really beautiful lyrical Mm -hmm. 
inward moment with yourself it really is a journey isn't it mm. through the playlist it is it's the complete journey and yeah that that exact aspect is what i love you know it's maggie wrote that playlist guideline um, where she suggested the what she'd extracted from the way a JD playlist should probably go in the in loose terms. And she said it's really great to have a, you know, a heavy, gritty, sort of let the demons out song in there, which there's can be so much energy in that and and such a worthy experience. And but then you've got your classical sort of prance around like a ballerina track, which is always goes down so well as well. And your whirlpool inducing songs where everyone's just encouraged somehow to like just run around the room together in this ecstatic pool and and then there's the it's also a suggestion that it's good to have some melancholic tracks in there because that's just a, a really powerful experience as well and it sort of completes the emotional journey which is you know also why we sort of start slow and gentle and end up back there again as well in a, in a different sort of sense after you've gone through this peak of release and and energy and and then you sort of drift back on down again into a, a gentle rest so yeah it's just so good when you feel like you've just done a a journey around the world through all the different types of music that's ever been uh, just little snippets from, from here and there and and also the way that some people can weave those together into a flow it's just it's so good what's so amazing and i'm getting the word like wholesome and completion coming to me from that share you know because it's very nourishing it's you get the the slow coming in you know you might say hi to your friends at the beginning but then you you know what you're there for and you go into your space and you might have a little stretch like people might be coming in straight from work and then it builds and unfolds and and then you get that lovely bit at the end as well where you get to really like integrate it so it feels so mm-hmm. safe you know it's not like yeah go and fling around and then see you later it's, it's very complete yeah yeah nurtured and held yeah absolutely bringing it back in at the end because it's you know if if you were to just stop the playlist at the energetic part it'd just it'd just be weird (laughs) and it it would lose some of its its value yeah that integrating part i guess it's kind of you know it just occurred to me it's kind of like a shavasana in a way but yeah it's bringing back down so you can interact with people again yeah it it can really that that inward internal experience part is quite important i find at the end of the playlist you know sometimes there's just that pause and you're you're really relishing it and it it feels like a step to come back into the room again Mm. and interact with people but yeah we've heard you know lots of different variations over the nine and a bit years there and this this wave where you go from slow building and building to peaks and then you know also it can be a bit intense and even chaotic and then you're ecstatic you follow with this kind of ecstatic array of songs which often can be uh, you know 80s pop songs or or whatever songs that people are fully familiar with and it just makes you want to sing along or to your your teenage dancing in the room in your bedroom by yourself kind of memories (laughs) and then back down 
again, through the slowness and the gentleness and the subtleties, slowing down a BPM and really feeling it into into rest, into an almost meditative endpoint. Yeah, it's it really is a magic sequence. Oh gosh, yes. And that strong intention, something that somebody said to me yesterday that really resonated because I'm creating movement offerings at the moment and wanting to bring in all the different beautiful lessons that I've learned from all these different amazing experiences. Someone said, you know, when someone holds a space with a strong intention, not much needs to be said or anything. And in, in the case of Jada with the like we say with the playlist really guiding people and the intention. And yeah, that really felt really poignant for me because it is just such a strong space to find yourself in and and be held by. And I feel like curating a playlist or creating a space to really trust our intention and see the whole picture and the whole journey and you know really see the value of having those heavier heavier tunes and then the slowness as well is something that I mean I remember when I created my first JD playlist and I was so nervous and I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't feel it until I was actually in the room and then I was like wow this is quite a vulnerable thing to share because you're really mm-hmm. sharing something that's really meaningful to you through music that really resonates and to have that guideline of the playlist but also invite people to share their own is so beautiful isn't it because you really get to really see someone through their the music that they share and all be part of the journey that they've created so it also invites that real expression in that way as well Absolutely, yeah. It's like people painting an artwork of their emotions with music. And and a lot of people do feel a bit nervous and vulnerable when they come. And we just try and enforce that, you know, we we love dancing, we love being here and we love you. And um there's there's no need to be nervous. We're we're gonna lap this up. But yeah, it's it's true. That's um I guess something I uh, wasn't really mentioned so much before is is that a member from the community um, every week, someone else writes the playlist and we just operate on people wanting to do the playlist and there's a, a list that we go through. And yeah, that ability to take the whole room on a journey with your crafted sort of curation of songs that that are meaningful to you as, and as well as trying to like give a little bit of something for everyone in the room as well. Yeah, it's a magic thing, you know. It's not It's not a DJ up there just banging out whatever they they feel like and you know either sometimes taking requests or not it's uh you know everyone in the room um has an opportunity to to take the whole room on a journey when they feel like it are all there with them supporting them fully encouraging them to do so Mm. that is just such an amazing opportunity and brings me on to the what the next bit that I'd like to talk about is the metaphors that we experience in that room that we take with us out into life. And like mm. you mentioned that that bit at the end is a bit like a shavasana. I remember hearing a yoga teacher say that what we do on the mat 
comes with us into our life because we start to be more aware of how we move our body and how mm-hmm. how we treat ourselves. And I really feel like that, like we were saying, talking about the magic of what goes on in in dance, and then what is that magic like bringing bringing those things out into the world, those values, the acceptance, the inclusivity. Mm-hmm. You know the the power of being tapped into that space every week and having that with you in your daily life when you're just moving around and having interactions with people how has that Mm -hmm. been for you to sort of integrate the experience into your life yeah wow yeah it's it definitely influences your life and I was thinking about it more generally than myself um, initially yeah, I, I guess the sort of things that I hear people say about Just Dance, and it often does talk about community, which is is not actually in a, a direct intention of ours, um, really. You know, it's it's it really is just about dancing. We we bring people together, and we just do a, you know free form dancing. But th- this sense of community really comes out of it. Um, I guess it's because of. Uh, what we experience there and, and people are being vulnerable and showing parts of themselves and, you know, in a way being held and supported by other people in the room without any words. It, it's just this um, this wonderful experience and sensation. So, and of course, there's just really a lot of wonderful people that come along too. So uh, this, this sense of community rises out of it and, and, and lots of people seem to be really uh, moved and appreciative of that. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, this sense of of self acceptance of just experiencing it directly there, uh, and having a sense of, of of power, even I reckon, over your body and 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 over the you know ability to take the whole room full of people on a musical journey that you've made. The sense of freedom we encourage there gives you a sense of of power and control over your body that you don't tend to get elsewhere. Um, you know, at work, you're governed by the management system and um, and all the rules that are that are um, existent in our society and expectations of um, social expectations of what you should be doing and be like and look like and all that kind of thing. And at Just Dance, we really try and in- encourage that to be cast away and to feel the freedom and individuality and and whatever it is you want and and feel to to come to the surface so i think the repeated applications of that every week you know it it really translates into other life um into your outside life and yeah for myself like it's it's just a very valuable thing is you know if you, you go to the really simplistic kind of physical side of it it's just great exercise too it's uh, definitely part of my weekly exercise plan. It's it's all my cardio and strength and and balance and um, twisting my body into the most pretzel shapes that I can, <laughs> flexibility stuff. Uh, there's all of that um, along with you know yoga and other practices that I do as well. So there's that very simple aspect. That but beyond that, you know, there's this real release. I think that's one of the the major things, and I haven't mentioned this yet, but something I've heard over all my time I've been in Just Dance, which is about eight years now, the word I keep hearing is therapeutic, or or previously people used 
other more branched out words a bit more lately too, but it's this notion that you're really coming away with some level of healing or release or um, some form of improvement in in the way that you feel because life can be stressful and you just get out there and shake it out and you can talk about it in physics in terms of endorphins and circulation and all that and all that's in there as well but there's absolutely a, a psychological component to it as well you just really do feel better and and yeah for sure there's this spiritual sense in what we do as well and people joke about have joked about it many times about it being a cult or you know it's their it's their their prayer or church because of the sense of um i don't know devotion and how into it people get um but that's because it's yeah it's really providing real benefits and a real sense of of enhancement to your life yeah so yes it it, um it helps people in many ways i reckon definitely i mean i really experienced that at that time i was feeling not very healthy physically you know i was pretty burnt out i I now realize from a massive period of study without a break and all the stresses conscious or unconscious of you know moving to the other side of the world without a plan and you know whatever was going on for me in my body or my mind being like very anxious back then I realized was like my default that I've sort of worked through a lot now but you go in there and come out and you literally fly home and you just feel like Mm -hmm. So healthy, so happy, so calm, yes. so seen, and yeah, it yes. was like my church for sure. And um, I've been learning more about in, the power of embodiment over the past, you know, since then, and um, really learning to operate from our bodies because our bodies are in the present rather than our minds, which can often be in the past or future, and you know the mind is such a powerful thing isn't it and and that its job is to understand mm. things and even when we know that we get epiphanies or revelations or understanding through dance then sometimes it can still be that challenging moment where you're like all I need to do is just put some music on and I really try and consciously do that more now where I'm like just just dance literally just dance yeah so powerful and as I learn more I um I heard someone the other day when I was at a festival doing a breathwork session and they were describing the power of these deep embodiment practices because they really get to the deep deep levels for us and then the understanding just naturally comes you know and and the logical mind might not possibly be able to figure out certain things but when we really Mm -hmm. let our body show us and move emotion Mm -hmm. which is energy in motion and allow it that's what's been life-changing for me through dance yeah yes absolutely so true yeah, now we've got a very mind-focused culture at the moment and, you know, the body is just sort of like a vessel and doesn't get very well looked after sometimes. It's not encouraged to particularly. And, uh, you know, the mind's given this priority or prevalence, but, you know, the body is 
just such a crucial part of our operating system. And, um, and yeah, definitely in terms of emotional processing, you know, the mind can't take care of that. Often it sort of goes off in a tiz, um, in an emotional kind of tangent. And um, yeah, focusing on your body is the only way to, to sort it out, to bring it back down. And yeah, one of the things, uh, one of the books I read recently was The Body Keeps a Score, which is a book about um, trauma. And the author looks at all the, all sorts of different mechanisms to try and improve fairly like really deep trauma, quite serious stuff. And some of the only things that were really very effective um, were different forms of movement, dance being one of them, you know, sort of massage and martial arts. And, um, you know, there's a lot of research-based outcomes that he expresses in there. And it's just like, wow, check out how effective that is, which is very telling and something we've let go of, you know, movement and music and dancing has just been with us as a species since our very emergence you know it's um it's it is the the primordial groove the the you know the dancing together with the tribe to put it in simplistic terms but you know it's it's always been there and it's um and it's brought people together and it's it's deep within us. It's, you know, the heartbeat of our mother when we're in the womb. It's, uh, it's crucial. Yes. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And, and when you look at like the blue zones, you know, where the people live really long and there's really low levels of um, certain illnesses and things in the world on mm-hmm. a map and they're like calling the blue zones and, their right. cultures have dance and and community you know they might also have yeah. you know um plant-based whole foods diets with minimal processed foods and animal proteins and things like that but the one of the big pieces of it is community and social interactions mm. so that's um absolutely so important for us as humans isn't it it is. I mean, it's it's not probably any real surprise to us, but, you know, I guess a lot of people out there wouldn't think that living in their nuclear family homes and, you know, worrying about possession-based things, trying to save enough to get a boat or a new kitchen or whatever. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't necessarily seem important, but it, it's, it's yeah, it really goes to the base of our human nature. We've, we've grown from a group or tribal-based situation from the from the dawn of time. So uh, it's uh, our whole psychology is rooted in it. And, yeah, so community and movement are just extremely key. Yeah. And I love what you said about like, the heartbeat in our mum's womb as well because I was recently at a very beautifully curated electronic music festival with amazing sound systems and lots of healing workshops and things and I just remember someone saying to me at some point in the festival scene that like the bass becomes like the heartbeat of the festival and you know when I left there I just kept listening to like nice it was like deep house which I sort of rediscovered there like slow soothing beats and you know I've heard some music in certain festivals that it is it feels like sound healing like the way that the dj is curating that playlist is like really healing with that that deep bass so it's something that i've always really resonated with like whether in unhealthier 
ways or realizing now that there's just so much magic and healing in in bassy music and um not that just dances or all that kind of music but just the to really open ourselves up to the the power of music to just move mm. and shift and heal us yeah absolutely and we certainly encourage aspects of that music in a just dance playlist without a doubt particularly yeah. towards the end or sometimes the start but particularly the end yeah it's there's a whole breadth of reward and experience in the different forms of music and some of those slow oscillating uh, low frequency sounds that yeah that it's so tangible and you can feel it and it really it just sort of immediately has this kind of therapeutic sense to it and I think that's the way it operates mm. yeah definitely I guess it's just like bringing it into how people can bring this into their lives so whether somebody might feel called to start up a, a dance community. So when I left Newcastle where the Just Dance that I was so blessed to be part of for around 10 months, I just really felt like I still needed it in my life. And I've, I was felt so mm-hmm. lit up by it. I was like, I have to spread this, I have to, Mm-hmm. Um, bring these spaces and I was fortunate to land at a eco village where there was a community cafe and lovely community and I um, started creating dances there which um, you know hats off to um, Beck for her efforts at the beginning of Just Dance because it is a lot to create the playlists and I loved I absolutely love making playlists, but I couldn't do it every week. It's, um, you know, I did it every couple of weeks because it takes a lot of um, of time and, and thought, you know. But, yeah, to start bringing people together to dance, like, with this excitement and, you know, enthusiasm that I had for, for creating that was something that I really wanted to continue and yeah just to to share it and it's so like you say that freedom from expectation that you can experience there can really really change your life and help you connect more to what actually matters to you outside of the pressures of society it gives you that space to explore it and talk about it with other people and even if people don't feel called to start up anything like that just to find more movement practices that resonate like we've been saying the benefits of movement the benefits of music just exploring with yourself what different music brings out different things in you yeah do you what would you say Owen for people to sort of take with them from this yeah well I would highly encourage people to get along to to any sort of movement practice that grabs their interest um they all have benefits some of them are a bit more regimented like martial arts and so forth there's still benefit there and it's not really giving your your individual freedom in some of those but yeah get along give it a try don't um don't wait any longer there's really so so much life enriching reward there and yeah also to people that would consider actually running some uh, you know i'm just been loving seeing how many 
um, additional little Just Dance-based things have been sprouting up around Australia because people have come through and seen the value and like, yes, I, we want to get this happening in our community too. And, um, yeah, there's quite a number happening around sort of on the east coast of Australia now. And really everyone should be doing it. <laughs> there's, there's so much value in it. And we're particularly blessed here in Newcastle. We always had a really cheap venue and we had the loan of a sound system. So it was always quite easy here. And uh, that can be the, you know, I guess really it's about finding a space at, um, you know, enough cost that can be covered by people easily and um, a sound system and then the music. And that's all you really need. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't need a particularly large sound system. There's, you know, you can even just uh, link together a, two or more bluetooth speakers uh and and use that and that can still be quite effective and playlists you know it's it's we're living an era where it's the easiest to make playlists uh than it's ever been and you know we've got 470 odd on the just dance um, website as well so uh, anyone that wanted to start it up and just download up any of those or a whole stack of those until the until the momentum gets going and people are contributing them and interestingly enough, I don't know how far this can be pushed, but the insurance we have apparently covers any just answers anywhere in the world. So there still seems to be something a bit impossible sounding about that. But yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm really glad to be releasing soon or that we will be releasing the, all the coordinators, the, uh, yeah, the just dance sort of values and um, a bit more of a description because I've always just kept the original description in there that Becky put in, which is, you know, about two or three lines. And it's very simple. It's, you know, just come and just dance and have some fun basically. But um, yeah, I, I feel that it's time to sort of uh, delineate it a little bit more. Um, and that, that can be a good guidance as well. And uh, I think that the values in there are pretty uplifting and compelling uh, the ones you would have just read yeah. but um but yeah whether being a participant or someone you know running these things getting them happening just do it get amongst it yes definitely. <laughs> make people's lives better that's it share the the brightness and yeah it's totally possible I've started up movement spaces in two different places in Tasmania when I was there and I've got new movement offerings in England now and it all stemmed from here so I'm so grateful and excited to see what else it brings and it's like ever unfolding limitless portal of magic right <laughs> that we can all just I mean I'm on the other side of the world and I feel so connected to you all from that time like I feel like you're my family yeah. and that yes. will always stay you know so it's an absolute honor to have experienced it and for it to be such a part of my life and yeah like you say you just need like a little speaker it's so easy to find a venue when you put the intention like it's amazing who will say like yeah you can use this space for this much mm. and it's, yeah totally possible and I think I actually got the same insurance as you but I, it was just because I was doing a little bit more guided stuff as well that I needed my own but it was very cheap and if it would have been the same like guidelines as just stunts then it would have been completely uh, possible to use yours when I looked into mm. it so yeah it's so accessible and worth it and 
go for it and it really helps you listen to music in different ways I've, I've found because you start hearing music and be like oh this would be mm. amazing for a just dance playlist like oh. deepens yeah. your experience of life in so many ways it really does yeah that filter comes over you know all the music you hear it's like oh yeah that can go well <laughs> in a playlist but but also just all the amazing new music it exposes you to another one of those kind of like non-spiritual or psychological rewards is you just hear so much great stuff and and with spotify it just allows you to then go on a tangent with that as well so it really broadens your your musical um well your musical catalog but also your musical appreciation as well you can find all this value and stuff that you perhaps would have never dabbled in otherwise definitely yeah so so many so many good outcomes from it and uh, yeah it's just it's really special to hear you say about how you still feel like we're your family after that period of time here and and that's you know that's how powerful it is it's it's a really connecting nourishing thing isn't it so yeah and the fact that you're all just such amazing people I feel so blessed to have you in my life as well and oh that paired with the dance space was just yeah incredible so yeah yeah. no I'm so honored and blessed to have you here for that period of time as well (laughs) and and just see you go on this wonderful tangent of uh of spreading the love in in your own circles now too thank you (laughs) well it's been such a Anna, I really need to have this conversation. I feel so lit up and we've covered so many beautiful things and I'm so blessed to know you and to be able to share this this beautiful world with people and hopefully inspire them to also start doing some more grooving and connecting in beautiful conscious spaces, such a big part of my life. So thank you so much for joining me here for this episode of Conscious Coppers. My absolute pleasure, Nikki. Like so good to cover these topics and hear the energy and enthusiasm you have for it. And um yeah, getting it out into the world. It's it this has the power to make the world a better place. And um good on you for uh championing that. So great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. It's been an absolute pleasure to record another episode of Conscious Cuppers for you and to have had this amazing, exciting conversation with Owen. I trust that this share will inspire and give a real insight into the magic of dance through what it's brought to our lives, how that's developed and how it's weaving into what we do now i'm really excited about my upcoming movement offering so if you signed up for that it's going to be about embodying the elements where i'm going to bring in the amazing lessons that i've learned from this experience that i had at just dance i'm really weaving in some more perspectives and insights into a journey where we can really be empowered get into our flow and learn some really exciting tools to make our lives more joyful more easeful and so many more magical things so definitely check that out on my link tree 
And remember, if there's anything that you're struggling to navigate, just try moving your body more and see the magic that unfolds without words. Look out for more nourishing conversations in these realms. And I'm sending all my love. Bye for now.